my name is Philia, and I am here with my lovely co-host, Tammy. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround everyday life and our faith walk with Christ. I always say, faith cannot rely on the wisdom of men, but only in the power of God. Now, talking about the wisdom of men, Yemi, what do you have in store for us today? Well, this season, we are unlocking wisdom. We are going deep into the book of Proverbs, which is designed to communicate truths about life. We are using this book to gain insight into the foundational truths for living a successful life with wisdom and knowledge. Today, we are covering Proverbs 1, chapter 1. But before we get into that, I think it's important to get a little bit of background on the person who's responsible for most of Proverbs, which is King Solomon, who is the second king, uh, well, the third king of Israel and the um, second son of King David. And to get some insight into Solomon and and his foray into wisdom, we're going to take a trip to 1 Kings chapter 3. I will be reading verses 5 to 14. At Gibbon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in faithfulness in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart towards you. You have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne this day. And now, O Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in a place of David, my father. Although I am but a little child, I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen. A great people, too many to be numbered or counted for multitude. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to govern this your great people? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked for this. And God said to him, because you have asked for this and have not asked for yourself long life or riches or the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right. Behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you wise, a wise and discerning mind so that none like you has been before and none like you shall arise after you. I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that no other king shall compare with you all your days. And if you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. Amen. Amen. I wow. think, yeah, I think this is like really, I think it's so great. Um, honestly, sometimes when I pray to God, I ask for wisdom thinking that, okay, if I ask for wisdom, the trick is more because I ask for wisdom. (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, it's funny you said that because I, I always think of 
Solomon asking for wisdom and not for riches, and then he got riches. So there's a part of me that says, well, if I don't ask for riches and I'm more wise about how to get the riches, then I'm already asking and getting all of my prayers answered anyway. So I think that wisdom is just something that comes, people think it only, it comes with age, but there are people who are young and have a lot of wisdom. I just think that it's the way you see the world. It's the way you're able to hear information and think of so many different ways to circumvent it. It's not being one track minded. I think wisdom and, and I think wisdom is grace. It's, it's grace from God. Like you, it's something that I think it's a special, unique character trait. And when someone has it, it's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. Yeah, I think um, when Solomon wrote this uh, book of wisdom, Proverbs, mm -hmm. or at least when he started writing it, I think the idea was to impart this knowledge that he had gained from God because right. there's none like him before him and there would be none like him after. So mm -hmm. it's wise for him to want to share and pass on the wisdom, to pass on the legacy. And it's important. God wants us to be wise. He said, if you lack wisdom, ask him and he gives freely. He says, lean not on your understanding, but uh, uh, submit to God and he will show you everything. And so there's this part of God that wants there's uh, wants us to choose wisdom, to seek out after knowledge. When we were born after the fall of Adam and Eve and we were born into sin, we lost a lot of things. And I'm not saying that we lost wisdom, but we didn't know how to unlock it, right? Because God was to impart these things in time under his direction. So now we're trying to unlock it, but we're in 2023 and we're getting wisdom from maybe internet preachers who may not be rooted in the word, right. <laughs> motivational speakers, right. say all kinds of nonsense. I won't even right. talk about them, but this is where <laughs> we're getting our wisdom from, but there is no greater source in the Bible. And I'm so happy that we chose to do this, this see, um, to cover this, this season, because we need to have wisdom. How do we become better at life? How do we do life better? It's by having knowledge, the knowledge that God gives us so that we can grow and be better. And just in, as an introduction in Proverbs 1, Solomon explains what the purpose of wisdom is. I, I'm going to read verses two to four. It says, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and um, dis um and discernment to the youth. So he was telling us what the purpose of him writing this is. So he wanted to give direction. He wanted us to be righteous, justice, injustice, and in, in equity. He wanted us to have prudence. There's so many things that we're going to learn while covering the book, the book of, of Proverbs, but it's important to know that the purpose is for us to gain insight, not just to have this in the back of our mind, but to really digest it and make it truth for our lives, make it foundational for our lives, make it principles that we stand upon. Amen. Absolutely. You know, um, it's funny because we we named our 
our podcast Wisdom Wednesday, you would think that maybe this would have been the first one that we covered to open <laughs> our. <laughs> I mean, now that we actually really think about it, but what I like about this is we did not, it shows that everything that we did was led by, by the spirit, you know, um, you know, covering our miracles and how to manifest them and doing that fasting and now coming up with this, because I remember when we were um, discussing or trying to decipher what should be our next series. And, you know, we asked our avid supporters to send us, you know, um, like their suggestions, you know, feel free to do that. But then we were, you know, we were tossing between the book of Psalms and the book of Proverbs and we both fell on Proverbs. And I think I love that because it does rely on wisdom and even part of our fasting, you know, at the beginning was about discernment. You know, that's what wisdom is, is really discernment. And that's why it's such a God-given characteristic because that discernment is, is, is completely rooted in the spirit and you having wisdom. And when someone is just wise and are able to see things in so many different facets and not so hasty to just say something and make a decision or, to comment on things. It's that like quiet storm, you know, having the information um, that I, I guess you want to call it brew or stew and then come up with a solution. It's, it's so beautiful to watch, to see, and just to have that, to have that blessing. I think that is all what we are looking for is having true wisdom, you know, and even to add to what you were saying in Proverbs 1, um, in Proverbs 1, 5, I guess, or in chapter 5, it says, let the wise hear and increase in learning and the one who understands obtain guidance. You know, um, I think that's really important because if the wise is hearing and increasing in learning, it's not just about learning, but it's also in understanding and obtaining guidance because learning it does not stop. It, it's 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 not a destination. It's a journey. It's continuous. We're continuing to learn. If you feel like you know everything, then you have stopped learning. And I think that this is in the Bible is teaching us that knowledge and wisdom is an ongoing thing. Always seek first to understand before you can be understood. You know, I'm a big Stephen Covey fan. So I feel like he's rooted in this, like even in the way he tries to convey his information in the books for people to really understand the essence of what wisdom is all about, you know? So, so, so this is why I'm really excited to, to embark on this journey with the book of Proverbs. Yeah, I think it's, it's really, really important. I think it came, like you said, it came at the right time because when we did do the fast, we were seeking to get closer to God and what better way than to have these foundational truths from the book of uh, Proverbs. Mm -hmm. And so Philia, what are some of, some of the, um, your favorite verses from this, from Proverbs one or whatever stood out to you from Proverbs for the first chapter of Proverbs. Well, for me, um, the one that stood out the most, I would say is in Proverbs one is verse seven, where it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. 
and I am nobody's fool. <laughs> I, fear, <laughs> I fear the Lord. And, you know, in talking about fearing the Lord, it's like having that, making a concerted effort to be kind, to do good. Not saying that we don't slip up, not saying that we don't sin, not saying that sometimes we don't come out of character, but it's having that wisdom to know, oh, wait a second, maybe I went too far, or maybe I should not have said that mean thing, or maybe I should not have lost my cool. I should have prayed, you know, and asked God for, you know, a peaceful mind and a heart and a kind heart and things of that sort. So the fearing of the Lord is the thing that keeps us aligned because we're truly, truly thinking about his wrath. We're thinking of what the consequences are when we disobey or when we, when God is not pleased with us. So I think that is all part of wisdom. You know, that is something that God has, has given us, is innate in us in knowing that information. The other one that I thought was, um, that stood out to me was, um, uh, verse 13. It says, we shall find all precious goods. We shall fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lot among us. You will all have one purse. I think that to me is so important because it's that idea of precious goods. It's like saying we, we all can relish in the blessings. You know, we don't have to feel like, you know, one person can have everything to themselves. If, you know, if we help one another, if we teach one another, if we, you know, rely on one another for this wisdom that God is imparting on us for us to know the word and have discernment, then we will all have the goods and the gems, almost like the pot of gold will be all of ours. It doesn't have to belong to one person. So I like that because it's also showing that, that, God relies completely that he wants us to share. He wants us to care. He wants us to, to love one another truly, truly like there are our own. It doesn't, there, there's no such thing as strangers in God's eyes, you know, cause we, we are really truly one. And if we can see each other like that, we can re relish in these goods. That's an interesting spin on that because um, like that whole section is like, an admonishment of like not falling into peer pressure <laughs> because you know like the people who tell you like oh let's go steal and you know we'll all put our our loot together and we'll have a big pot and you know there's no honor amongst these I, that's i don't even know if that is a proverb we'll find out <laughs> <laughs> the whole idea about you coming together as a collective with people who are dishonest mm -hmm. is 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 not going to benefit you it's going to hurt you so i like that you twisted it around to mm -hmm. say like well if you do it with people and with that you love and you trust that it could be beneficial to you so i like that whole community and cooperative thing right. that's a very interesting point right but going on to like the people who do not honor wisdom the people who want to corrupt your soul um something that i found interesting was like the latter part was like starting at verse 27 it says when terror strikes you like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call upon me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. Mm -hmm. 
because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, who would 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 have none of my counsel and despise all of my reproof. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their way and have their feel of their own devices. Mm. I feel like I want the opposite. Right? <laughs> right. Like that fear of the Lord, like thinking about the fear of the Lord, sometimes we we it, it is actual like fear, like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to go to the bad place. I don't want my soul to be condemned. I don't want God to punish me. We we think about fear of the Lord in that way. But what we should be thinking about is reverence to the Lord. Like you fear him, but you honor him, right? Like the fear of the Lord is more to say like, I can do nothing without you. So I need you. I have so much reverence for you. And so what God is saying that he offers himself freely to us. And if we like push him away, if we say we don't want it, if we rebuff um, having knowledge, having wisdom, he's gonna leave us high and dry. Which <laughs> is weird because, like we say, like he will not leave us or forsake us. But Jesus, God is like, if you listen to me, I will not leave you or forsake you. If you do not listen to me, you will stew in your own consequences. It says, the fruit of their way. I mean, therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their way and have their fill of their own devices. So I want my own devices to be good, to bear good fruit. I don't want the negative consequences of my own devices. That's why I seek knowledge, because the saying is the road to hell is paved with good intentions. We may mean something for good, but if it's not rooted in what God has designed in the tenets that he has asked us to live by in love, in, in love for him first and love for our neighbors, mm -hmm. then we can say we have good intentions and it's not right, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can say, well, I had good intentions when I told you the truth, but it's hurtful and it's mean mm -hmm. and, it, and, it's, and it's not, it doesn't promote growth and it surely isn't based in love. So we think about things like that, like what way is the best way? We should believe that God's way is the best way. And if we don't believe God's way is the best way, he says, though, it'll be a whirlwind. There'll be distress. You will call me, but I will not answer. You will look <laughs> and you will not find me. Right. You have to deal with the consequences. Right. And I, I don't want bad consequences. No, nope. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I, I really think that um, the beginnings and the foundations of covering the book of Proverbs is really going to set a precedence of how we should go about unlocking wisdom. I, I really am happy to be covering this because now that we've now that we've understood how to manifest um, our miracles, you know, now that we've learned about discernment, trusting, and obeying God's word through our fasting, I really think this will be a great way to elevate in the spirit, elevate in the word, elevate in our path, our walk with Christ. I'm so excited about this. Amen. Amen. I think finally, like the closing <laughs> verse in Proverbs 1 says it all, right? And this is like why this could be a motivation for why mm -hmm. we should choose wisdom. We should seek God's knowledge first before all things. And it says, but whoever listens to me, this is verse 33. 
Proverbs 1, verse 33. But whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without dread or disaster. I mean, who doesn't want that? Be at ease. That's peace. That is that is my true, true highest calling right now is to have peace, to have peace in my life, to have peace in my career, have peace in my relationships, you know, with my family, with a significant other and my friendships. I want peace. That is what I seek to the highest level. That's what I think will give me happiness. And God says, if you listen to me, you will have it. You will be at ease. No dread of disaster. It's almost like if you seek my knowledge and follow, everything will be gravy. Everything will be smooth. How can you be be fearful of life when you were following God? He will protect you. He will leave you. He will lead you. And he will not forsake you. But you need to follow his sage advice. Amen. You need to seek his wisdom. Amen. 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 <laughs> Oh, wow. I can't wait. Thank you. We thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on the first book of Proverbs, uh, chapter one. Uh, Before we end, we would like to say a few announcements and then close with a prayer. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on the book of Proverbs. Treading Faith is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And if you like us, don't forget to spread the news and follow us and click that like button. At that time, you can just comment and share with your family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now, if you haven't done so already, no, we are still continuing to fill our jars of joy. Look, it's the, it's the middle of the year and you still have time if you haven't done so already. You know, prayers are just things that we do that we expect, that we're hoping that God will continue to grant and bless us with. You can easily just write a note, put a prayer in, anything that God has done for you, you can just put that in your jars of joy or your gift box of God. Now, at the end of the year, we will empty out those boxes and take turns reading all of our blessings. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah 55, 11 says, God's word does not come back void. Since our prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come into agreement with us for this prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. Lord, we ask for a right view of wisdom compared to everything that this world offers. May we long for wisdom according to your word, Father God. Father God, we we are thanking you for the most valuable gift in life, and that is wisdom, because with wisdom, Father God, comes discernment. And with discernment, Father God, comes hearing your voice. And when we hear your voice, Father God, we are able to truly, truly, truly relish and and prosper in your word, Father God. Father, we ask that you con- that you continually bless us with wisdom. Like we work for money, 
We work for possessions. Let's work all more for wisdom. Work all for everything that we have. Let wisdom be our treasures that we are looking for, Father God. Father God, Proverbs 8, 10 to 11 is a prayer for wisdom, Father God. So we pray right now for wisdom, God. We pray that in our lives, just in every facet of our lives, as we need um, uh, partners, Father God, we need children, we need our pastors, we need our leaders, Father God. We pray for everything that we think and desire and say, God, Father, that we pray for wisdom. We want wisdom. We want it more than millions of dollars, Father God, because wisdom is our true treasure, Father God. We pray for others who cannot pray for themselves. We ask you, Father God, that the wisdom that we are looking for is going to make us better and truly, truly walk in, in, in your name, Father God. It is going to allow us, Father, for us to get closer to you. Father, continue to pour your mercies and grace over us because we are not deserving, Father God. Father God, we ask for you to continue to be our beacon and our guidance, Father God. And for us that whenever we are, are, are wavering, Father God, in our decision-making, that you bless us with the wisdom of Solomon, Father God. Father God, your word, is, is always with us. Your word is true. And as long as we continue to take your word from the Bible, Father God, we know that that wisdom will always lie with us. Father, we pray for the wisdom in our lives. We pray for the right view of wisdom and compare to everything that we do in this world. Father, the, we have fear that everything that we are doing, if it doesn't please you, Father God, we pray that you continue to just forgive us and just set our paths straight, Father God. Father God, even though we don't know um, all of the decisions that you do, Father God, we pray that we continue to just trust you and just have the wisdom to know that everything is in your will, Father God. Father God, we pray that everything that we do is pleasing to you. And even when we make mistakes, we know that Jesus Christ has died on the cross for us, Father God. So we know that our sins will be forgiven. But Father God, you know our hearts. You know us, you know us before we were in the womb. You know every count of here on our body, Father God. So like, Sol uh, like Solomon, Father God, that he once prayed. And we feel, Father God, that only as a little child, that the things that we are facing and not knowing how to go about doing it, please give us an understanding and an understanding heart to discern between good and evil and make wise decisions, Father God. Father God, like Daniel, we pray that you will never forsake us, that the wisdom and power will continue to be ours, that you change times and season, Father God. You depose kings and raise up others, Father God, but you also give wisdom to the wise and the knowledge, Father God. And we pray that you reveal deep and hidden things that we are looking for, because we know that the stronger we are in our faith, the stronger and more pleasing that we are to you. Father God, we pray that from the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts, may be pleasing and accepting to you. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen, and amen. We thank you so much. We can't wait to get back on the live so that we can hear what the book of Proverbs will do for you. We look forward to seeing you, hearing from you, and we can't wait to be able to continue to show and prove how much we love you. See you later. Bye, guys.